Welcome to All Things Greater Burlington, where you will hear from the movers, shakers, and changemakers that are moving Greater Burlington forward. Here is your host, Stephen Brody. Welcome to All Things Greater Burlington. Farmer Savings Bank was founded in 1908 in Weaver, Iowa. Business was conducted in the original building just west of the railroad tracks until 1996. In 1969, the building was remodeled and enlarged to include a drive-up facility. The bank moved into its current facility on the east side of Highway 61 in 1996. In 1935, Farmer Savings Bank opened a branch office in Denmark, Iowa. The building served as both a bank and a post office. Almost 50 years later, in 1984, a new branch office was built a few blocks east of the old location in Denmark. In 2006, Farmer Savings Bank opened a branch office in Burlington, Iowa, located at 3131 Sunnyside Avenue. Today, Farmer Savings Bank remains locally owned and continues to serve the banking needs of their communities. And it is a pleasure to have with us today Allison Sanders, Chief Lending Officer and Interim Executive Vice President, along with Allison Wooldridge, Chief Financial Officer and Interim President and CEO. Ladies, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, it's to be here. It's, uh, it's nice to have two Allisons here. So I'll just have to make sure I make correct eye contact to know which one to referring to. But <laughs> first of all, congratulations on Farmer Savings Bank being what I would consider a legacy business in this region being around for over 100 years. Yeah, yeah it's pretty great. Yeah, over 115 years and I'm going strong and happy to be in the communities that we're in. It's pretty exciting. There's not a lot of businesses in the area that can, that can you know, boast that claim mm-hmm. to be around for a hundred years. And so that's something obviously to be very proud of. Um, fair, unfair question to ask, you know, what would you attribute that to for your longevity? Um, I guess <laughs> a lot of it's um, adapting to the environment with banking, um, Especially recently, you've got to adapt to what's going on for the customer needs, technology needs, and so forth. So we've always tried to stay on top of that. Um, We've got a strong board of directors that is supportive of all those decisions and changes that we need to do. So I think that's been a big part of it. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Now, both of you uh, currently hold interim positions. Uh, is this something that you see as short term? Is this something that's going to become more of a, a permanent position for either one of you? Um, we've, we've got a few more months before we know for sure how we're going to proceed. Um, we've done a lot of changes and it's been pretty exciting. So um, I think we both foresee a hope to you know, continue in these positions and our leadership roles. So we've got a few more months to decide exactly how things are going to turn out. Well, Allison, uh, let me start with you. You serve as the chief lending officer and the in, and interim executive vice president. So can you share with us some of the duties that's involved with those roles? Oh, my. It changes day to day. Like I was telling a couple people um, yesterday, they're like, oh, how was, how, how was your Tuesday? I'm like, I don't even know what I did on Tuesday. It was like meeting to meeting to meeting. 
Um, but a lot of times I work with the loan officers um, on a daily basis, you know, whatever their needs are, whatever credit they're working on, new loans, balloon renewals, all that kind of stuff. I'm also in charge of the credit analysts that are downstairs. Um, we have two of them. So I work with them, looking at all the write-ups, um, if they have questions of why maybe something's looking a certain way. Um, and then we have our commercial loan assistants who um, kind of help the loan officers with, you know, all the title opinions, appraisals, ordering all the things, and loan documentation. So Okay, there is a lot there. There is a lot there. And then, of course, with the interim role, there's things there as well that is a, almost a day-to-day, -day, you know, something. But... No day is ever the same, and I think that's what just keeps the job exciting and always changing. And, and that's one of my favorite questions that I like to ask guests. You know, is there such a thing as a typical day? No. And you just answered and you said no. <laughs> no, no. So it's not the type of thing where you go into the office in the morning and you necessarily know exactly what you're going to be doing. Yeah, you can lay out your day, but it's not going to it's not going to go that way. Sure, sure. And Allison W. <laughs> <laughs> You are, again, Chief Financial Officer and Interim President and CEO. So what does that involve on a, on a daily basis for you? Yeah, um, like Ali said, it varies. So being in a community bank, we all wear many hats. And so yeah. depending on the day is going to be the focus. So um, just kind of, you know, overall bank strategy, uh, making sure that, you know, we're accomplishing everything that we're set out to do for our long-term vision. Um, I do focus on the financial reporting quite a bit, um, board reporting, and assist with um, overseeing the deposit operations. Allie oversees more of the loan side, and then I help um, Ricky Garrett's our chief operations officer. So she oversees the deposit operations, and then I assist her as needed. So it really varies day by day. And, and you're overseeing operations in, in all three branches, is that correct? That's correct, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how... How many employees would you say that you have right now amongst the three? 22. 22. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, considered full-time? Yes. Okay. Very good. Mm -hmm. And obviously, bank being around so long, have you got a lot of seniority with Farmer Savings Bank in terms of folks that have been around for a while? Um, I'd say that we're probably the more senior people there. Um, mm -hmm. I've been with the bank for about 14 years. and 10. So. Yeah. That's um, good. Got a few others around that time frame. And then um, I think with the uh, pandemic time period, we saw some turnover like a lot of other businesses. So uh, we do have some newer faces, but we've had a lot of uh, great success in keeping a lot of our employees on hand. And so yeah. we're excited. Very great that, employees. Yeah, a lot of great people. Yeah. We've got a great team. And so... Yeah. We're happy that we're rebuilding some of that familiarity. So when customers walk in, they have the same faces to see every day. You promote yourself as a community bank. Mm -hmm. And obviously, folks have choices here in the greater Burlington area of many banks that they can go to. So what, what do you think makes Farmer Savings Bank stand out as a community bank versus going to uh, any, any other bank in town? Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the... Best things, and I know there's a lot of banks that are similar, but we can do local decision making. So there's a lot of things that customers walk in and maybe it's not quite in our day-to-day um, -day plan, but we can also kind of um, pivot a little bit, talk through the options and see what we can do to best serve the customer. So I think that's one of the best things is we have some room to 
modify the norm to make sure that we can help everyone out. So you have a so you have a lot of uh, you said local control. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to go higher up somewhere else in order to get an answer, a decision on mm-hmm. a loan or, mm-hmm. or some some other service. Right, and there are times that maybe we do, but our board members are all local and they're mm-hmm. a phone call away. So if we do something like that, it's a really quick turnaround and a really quick decision. Okay, did did you get impacted? Did the banking industry get impacted much? by the pandemic with COVID-19? I mean, we we hear so much about how, how businesses got affected, impacted. A lot of remote working was taking place. A lot of reimagining how mm-hmm. to do business um, under those circumstances. Did, did you have to experience much of that yourselves? We did sometimes where we did have to close our lobbies to the public, whether it was due to short staffing due to illness or just the decision of the time made sense um, for everyone's safety. Um, as far as, I mean, one of our, we actually picked up quite a bit of business during that time was the PPP loan programs and the idle yeah. loan programs. So Allie can speak to the um, extra effort that they went through to make sure that everybody that was that would be eligible for those programs yeah. knew they were eligible and they were able to take advantage of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, we kind of went through just kind of our customer base and kind of figured out, you know, a lot of the customers we do know. Um, so we're like, we call them and be like, Oh, Hey, I think you might qualify for a PPP loan. And they're like free money. Like <laughs> 1%. They're like, even if it's not forgiven, it's only 1%. Like you're never going to get that. Yeah. And so, yeah, PPP time, that was a fun experience. Yeah. So. How, how much time do you spend, um, I guess, researching or just educating yourself as to what's going on? in the industry is it a i mean is it just a day-to-day thing or are you are you receiving publications or are there certain Mm -hmm. websites or sources that you need to constantly familiarize yourself with yeah it's it's pretty constant Mm -hmm. um between emails coming in every day from various resources publications um, and then continuing ed that we do, whether it's to the Iowa Bankers or the American Bankers Association, we have a lot of opportunities to, whether it's webinars or in person, we do a lot of continuing ed throughout the year. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, what, uh, yeah, what, what type of sources are out there, to, in case people don't know? You mentioned Iowa Bankers Association, but in terms of like other, other sources, other organizations, I mean, obviously FDIC is big, you know, so you've got to stay on top of that but from from a lending perspective Allison what what sources do you have to make sure that you're aware of and on top of there's a lot of different program yeah. offerings whether you're looking at maybe the SBA loans I say there's the SBA um, also beginning farmer loans with the FSA they have um, different kinds of fundings through those avenues we usually keep up on those about once a month uh-huh um, there's also, I'm trying to think of it, um, where they do, it's through kind of like the Iowa bankers where they have like, I don't know, it's like, like, it's like grants. Um, so for like first home, to- first home uh, buyers, um, they have that stuff as well. Yeah. So, yep, it's. I would say probably daily, we're always reading something about changing or, you know, just 
including, you know, in the environment we're in right now with the economy and, you know, the banking crisis that's out there, which there's no really crisis, but um, there's always something out there to read, to learn more. How about on the ag side? Are you doing stuff like through USDA and? and, and Yeah, that's through like the FSA offices and stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Where where would you say the the most, I don't know if this is a weird way to say it. Mm -hmm. What's the most popular like loans that people are asking for these days? Is it home? Is it auto? Is it, is it ag? Is it, uh, what are you seeing? Well, it just kind of depends kind of what your demographic is. Um, Like our Burlington branch might see more home and auto, Uh where the Weaver branch might see a lot more agricultural, um, like the operatings or the purchases of land Mm -hmm. or equipment. Um, So that's kind of what we see. Yeah. But I mean, we can pretty much do everything. Can you mm-hmm. can you walk me through the process? Uh, like if somebody comes in and and they say, "Hi, Allison, you know I'm in need of a such and such loan." What's what's the process typically? So if you're looking kind of like at a consumer loan, um, we usually give you an application, mm-hmm. or you can go onto our website. We have applications on there as well, and then it just kind of shoots us back to us in an email. So there's no paper that way. Uh-huh. Um, and then what we do is we review the application, and then we'll ask you for like some financial information, whether that be like a tax return, a W two, pay stubs, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, and is and then how do things differ? Like when you get more t- on the commercial side or on the ag side for loans? Uh, usually, we have you fill out like a balance sheet, um, probably like a personal financial statement or like a business financial statement. It just kind of depends if it's ag or commercial purpose, whatever. Yeah, you're involved in, and mm-hmm. then the other financials like your tax returns and such. Okay. Yeah. And then since you're local in your community, how how quick are you able to review and come back with an answer? Um, It can be anywhere from, um, depending, probably if it's a smaller request, it could be almost a day or two. Mm -hmm. If it's a bigger request, depending on kind of maybe what kind of business, um, we do a little bit more credit analyst work on that, some stress testing. Um, So probably within probably four or five days. Okay, very good. Would you consider that fast or would you consider that? uh, I think it's pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes, depending on the credit, it could be same day. Yeah, yeah. Allison, in your role uh, as, you know, CFO and interim president, what do you see as the state of the financial (laughs) industry these days? I mean, obviously, a lot of things are in flux Mm -hmm. and, you know, with inflation, with mortgage rates, the way that they are. I mean, Mm -hmm. what's the, you know, especially in your role, what what are your take on what's happening. Sure. Um, I mean, it goes as far as, like Allie referred to earlier, the, you know, kind of term of the, the banking crisis, whereas um, community banks aren't involved in some of those riskier tendencies that some of the banks that have um, failed recently have right. been involved in. So as far as the soundness and the safety of the community banks, I don't see any concern there. I know you're going to have outliers, but I think for the most part, it's a pretty confident industry. Um, the interest right now is tricky where we are seeing a reduced, um, loan demand because nobody really wants to pay that higher rate right now. So if they can hold off a little bit, they're going to hold off. Um, on the other side is the deposit rates 
drastically rose. Uh, we had a lot of demand for some repricing on some of those products. And so mm-hmm. we've had to watch that pretty closely, just making sure that um, that net interest margin, if you talk to any banker right now and you say, what's your what's on your top priority list? It's that net interest margin because yeah. of the way everything rose so quickly. So we watch that daily, do everything that we can to make sure we're still helping the customers, keeping the money local yeah. and um, helping the bank grow Cause, too. Yeah. Cause I would imagine refinancing is definitely halted because because the rates have gone up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, during yeah. COVID, everybody was refinancing yeah. because of all the low rates. And now it's just like, people don't even want to think about it. Mm-hmm. Right. But it is kind of funny, you know, the age groups, people will be like, well, my first, you know, my first loan was 13%. Like, uh, this yes. is nothing, you know. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, my age, I'm just like, oh my gosh, 9%, this is crazy. You know, yeah. something I've never seen in my lifetime, but you know, other people, you know, they've had a lot worse, mm-hmm. so. yeah. No, that's that's very true. I can remember back in the 80s, my parents would play the game. They would go back and forth from bank to bank on interest rates mm-hmm. um, for their savings accounts because they could get anywhere from 15, 16 percent. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it would not be anything personal, but they would just walk in and, and they'd say, you know, what can we do for you today? Well, I'm pulling money out and I'm taking it across the street because they have a better rate. But yeah, my first my first home mortgage I think was seven, mm-hmm. yeah. and so I, I got it as low as I think at one point three. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. that was joy time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I yeah. I do feel for those that are having to deal with the sevens, and you're saying even it's you've seen higher than that eight mm-hmm. or nine. Yeah. Oh wow, is there? Are you hearing anything? Of course, we don't know when this show is going to air, but are you hearing anything as to when things might change, when things might come down? Come down. Um, predictions are probably towards the end of 2024. So okay. hanging in there, hopefully steady. It's possible that they may go up a little bit more before they steady and then start to decline. But yeah. Um, Hopefully looking towards the end of 2024 to see some more normalcy in the environment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Uh, Again, we talked about that there's obviously choices in the community. What do you do to go out and share the, the message of Farmer Savings Bank and attract customers to consider coming to you? Um. We do about everything that we can do. Um, anytime there's a community event going on, if we have an opportunity to be present, whether we have a sponsorship or a table or just employees being present to be participants, mm-hmm. um, any opportunity that we have, we try to make sure that we're we're there and mm-hmm. showing our community involvement and our support. And yeah. Yeah. So we've... We've had a few comments lately that we apparently are being seen everywhere all the time. And we're like, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just one of us become packs, they say, which is true. I mean, I think, you know, summer 2023, I think it's been a great summer. We've been really um, active in our local community. And I think everybody's had a lot of fun doing all those reconnections and mm-hmm. everything. It's been great. Yeah. Well, and, and I will say also from a, from a personal standpoint, from a Greater Burlington Partnership, we have really 
appreciated the involvement that Farmer Savings Bank has had with us and with the Chamber of Commerce. You really have stepped it up with this last year and your involvement uh, with folks on the ambassadors and mm-hmm. sponsoring events. I mean, you were a premier sponsor for the golf tournament and we were mm-hmm. very thankful about that. And I think you were out there on, on the golf mm-hmm. course. And so there, there are things like that. Uh, that you are doing, and and we see it. We definitely see that exposure, and I would imagine that 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 is having and should have a positive ripple effect because you are taking that extra step to invest in the community. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate hearing that. It does, yeah. It's good to hear that feedback to know that our involvement's yeah. making a difference and being noticed. Are you are you looking at other things down the road that you want to be connected with? Like is there is there like a nonprofit? Is there a, a cause in town that that maybe you're kind of thinking, you know, hey, we would love to we'd we'd love to be a part of of that as well. Or mm-hmm. I I don't know, maybe maybe you just kind of see things as they as they show up and go, ah, let's let's do something here, let's do something there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of how it is. Yeah. It's uh, get a group together and just talk about what are the upcoming opportunities and, you know, where, what makes sense and what can we do. You yeah. know, we're somewhat limited, but what can we do and get involved. I know, that, I know that most of the banks in town, they do have a similar philosophy. They really do want to be intentional in the community. Yes. And they do ask their employees to volunteer and to be involved. And, and, and of course, you're no different. Mm-hmm. We, we, we see that here. And I would take it that that's part of the, is that part of the corporate philosophy of, of Farmer Savings Bank is because you are a community bank to do that. It is. Yes. Yep, it is important to us to have that reputation in our community that we're here and we're involved and we want to be part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you see down the road? I mean, I know that's again the, the big crystal ball question. Do you guys talk about expansion or, or growth? I know you've got three branches right now. Is is there talk about maybe uh, opening up a, a fourth somewhere? No, we talk about growth. Obviously, that's a priority. Um, But I think we see a lot of growth opportunities where we're currently established. Yeah, Um, We've got some great markets, and I think there's still some pretty good opportunity where we are. Sure. Is there a a certain program, Allison? (laughs) Which one? (laughs) I know, right? Do you think there's a certain program or loan program or something that you have that you like to brag about that's like, hey, ours is ours is the best. Ours is better than. Well, I would have to brag about our loan officers because I really think our loan officers are the best. Um, they're hardworking. They're very attentive. Um, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. And when you come in and you meet with them, you're not just a stranger. We, you know. We're very welcoming when you come into the office, and we'd love to help with whatever that you are needing. So it's so. not necessarily a particular program as much as it's it's the relationships. Mm-hmm. I yeah. gotcha. Okay, and then for staff, mm-hmm. what type of you t- you talked earlier about like education, continuing education? What what's out there? What what uh, what type of sources are out there for staff? to go and to be constantly learning and to stay up to speed on 
what they need to know to be successful? Um, so depending on the role, there's a lot of in-person classes um, mm -hmm. that the Iowa Bankers offers. And so whether it's a deposit, fundamentals, or compliance, or anything like that, we do make sure to have people present for those. Um, and then we also have an online uh, annual compliance learning um, online training. So that's something that we know is always up to speed because it changes as everything continues to change. And so... Mm -hmm. Everyone gets the opportunity to do that every year. Okay. And Iowa Bankers Association, do they have such a thing as a an annual event, a, a conference uh, for folks to go to? They do. Mm -hmm. They have multiple throughout the year, whether it's um, they have an ag lending specific one. They have deposit specific ones and overall um, executive bank one. Um, so, yeah, they have a lot of different opportunities. And then they also have peer groups. And so... Uh, you can join the peer groups and be part of an email chain or meet in person occasionally on those two. So Iowa Bankers does a great job of keeping us all connected. Very good. And I would imagine also that banks will get audited mm -hmm. like others. So is that where you come in then uh, as chief financial officer to be involved in that process? Yeah, um, we're both pretty heavily involved in the audit functions. And like you said, it's uh, it seems like it's ongoing, continuous, and I, I think that's a good thing. I think that there's reason for that. Yeah. So, yeah, there's loan reviews that will come in and look specifically at, you know, just making sure that our processes there are in line as how they should be, and then a lot of the financial auditing as well. So we have um, independent audits, we have the FDIC, and then we also have the state of Iowa that all do rotations. Thank you. I was going to ask that. Mm -hmm. how, how often do you get, uh, does this happen on an annual basis? Um, between the three, it'll rotate. So, I mean, the independent ones that we do, we do those annually. We choose to do that. Uh -huh. um, but then as far as the regulatory ones, those will be on a rotation depending on just kind of where things are standing, when have they last been there. And so that does kind of fluctuate. And do they typically happen the same time of year or could they happen anytime during the <laughs> yeah. year? Well, <laughs> did you get set up for that question? Yeah. <laughs> we actually are communicating with both um, the state and the FDIC right now because oh. we were informed that they both plan to start audits the same day this fall. And so no. we've been. <laughs> but they're hopefully going to work around yes. that. And they're not supposed to do that. And they apologize. Okay. And they're going to hopefully fix that. But yeah. <laughs> That's going to be one week. Yeah. That does happen. <laughs> yeah. So it may stay that way and we'll work through it, but we're hoping that they find some flexibility. Yeah. And when the, and when an audit does take place, what does that look like? I'm, I mean, I'm, I love asking these type of questions. Is this all, is it all in-house where somebody comes and is based mm -hmm. then in? It in used to kind of be all in-house. They would come in. Um, then when COVID hit, it went all virtual. Really? Yeah. And now they're kind of doing like a hybrid mix where a lot of it's still off-site, but then somebody will be there for like a week or maybe two individuals will come for like a week. So Sure. Mm -hmm. Are they nice? Of course. Yes. Okay. No, I honestly, I kind of like exams. It's kind of like the testing phase. Like, how well have you been doing? And you learn. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. And with an audit, is it typically, I mean, obviously, they're going to they're gonna give their report and they say, you know, how you're doing and stuff. There, There is such a thing as ratings, aren't they? Mm -hmm. 
in in the banking industry. Yes. So what what do you what do banks strive for? In case people don't know, like is there to be the very best? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't know if that was a test. <laughs> well, you love tests. Uh, yeah. You just said that. <laughs> Yeah, so it, the ratings are confidential, yeah. and so um, when it comes down to it, like Ellie said, you um, you know you <laughs> achieved to show your board that you're the best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that's great. No, I I just didn't know if there was like a like an A B C D. Okay, rating. it's a number scale. It's it a is. number, yeah. mm-hmm. not a letter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. No, you you answered, you answered perfectly. <laughs> that test. Absolutely. I can perfect. go home now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's great. Well, I appreciate you coming in and and sharing all things about Farmer Savings Bank. You know, in the remaining moments we have left, is there is there anything you know that either one of you would would like to share, just to let people know uh, anything about that maybe they they don't know or that they should know? You know, because you want to encourage people to come yeah. to come to you. And I guess it's just um, like making sure that everybody knows we can offer everything, whether um, it's a consumer, whether it's a business, deposit product, loan, anything like that. Like Ali said earlier, we can do it all. So okay. that's important to know. Yeah, we're always happy to sit down and talk through any questions or hypotheticals or anything like that. We're always happy to take that phone call or that in-person visit. Okay, Ali, you look like you like challenges. I do. <laughs> My goodness. You're really getting to know me now. <laughs> I do. And, you know, honestly, you don't even have to be in the, like, you know, in Burlington. If you're traveling, you know, we can do Zoom calls. We can, you know, we have an e-doc system to where you can just sign online, you know. You don't have to come to the branch. We can also do things virtually as well for you. Online banking has really taken off. Mm-hmm. And I would I would imagine that's that's got to be popular with you as well. It is, yeah. yes. What, what are your typical hours for for your locations? Um, 8.30 to 4 in Weaver and Denmark, and then Burlington is open until 5. Until 5. And okay. then we do have Saturday hours as well, Saturday mornings. I was going to ask mm-hmm. that. Okay. We still do Saturdays. Yes. Okay. Yay. Yeah. And and lobby or just drive-through? Oh, both. Yeah. This is Strive good. for greatness. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. And 24-hour ATMs? Yep. Yes. At each of our branches, we've got... ATMs, and then we've got the mobile deposit as well. So if you've got a check and you want to just take a picture, you can send it that way too. Wow. Excellent. Technology's great. (laughs) Excellent. Well, Allison Sanders, Allison Wooldridge, thank you again for coming in. It's been great to speak with you and get to learn even more about Farmer Savings Bank. Again, congratulations on over 100 years, and we wish you continued success in the region. Well, thank you. Thanks. We thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Let us know about any uh, guests that you would like to hear on All Things Greater Burlington. Give us a call at the uh, at the partnership offices, and we will be more than happy to have them on. Until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on All Things Greater Burlington. been listening to all things greater burlington with stephen brody be sure to hit the subscribe button to catch all new episodes to learn more about all things greater burlington visit greaterburlington.com atgb